Hello, everyone out there in podcast world. I hope you're having a great day. You're listening to or watching the Service Business Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Serge Blissett. Today's episode, we have <laughs> we have Chelsea Martin here with us today from uh, Nam's uh, Bake Shop. And like, who doesn't like cookies? Like, totally. That's uh, no brainer. Whenever they reached out to me and said, "Hey, um, would you like to have Chelsea on the on the show?" I was like, "Duh." Like, let's talk about cookies. Uh, so <laughs> I'm super excited to have you on the show. And we've been talking for a while already. Uh, we probably have already been talking a, a full episode, honestly, about just just life in general. Uh, but a little bit about Chelsea. Uh, she's co-owner of Nam's uh, Bake Shop. Uh, it's the industry expert in uh, corporate gifting uh, that leaves a lasting impression with clients, partners, and prospects. Uh, in a noisy world of email marketing, forgettable corporate uh, knickknacks, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chelsea's team uh, at Nom's Bake <clears throat> Bake Shop provide a, a premium solution uh, to corporate and personal gifts gifting uh, that delights clients and show, showcases your brand. Uh, I'm super excited to have Chelsea on the show and to share a little bit about uh, what you, what you have to offer and how we can get involved as a service business because as service businesses uh, we have to stand out from the crowd and so uh, welcome to the show Chelsea thank you so much for having me I'm really excited yeah. and you're right we have a we talked uh, so much that actually I was like are we are we recording this? <laughs> we just record this <laughs> but it's been good it's nice to chat with somebody that like understands kind of what we're doing and and also uh, sees the value in gifting and, and ways to use it to kind of help strengthen relationships. Yeah, totally. So tell us a little bit about NOMS and um, uh, how we got started and, and kind of the backstory of, of what you got going on there. Sure. Um, so yeah, NOMS is a family owned company and it is uh, my husband and I are co-owners along with his two sisters and his father and his father kind of is the brainchild behind this and, and the reason behind this, but basically how we got started um, was a series of events all that kind of culminated at the same time. And Trevor and I had met and were dating in about 2014 ish. And he was getting to know my family. I was getting to know his, and he came on a family vacation with me and his uh, parents had brought or given him a basket of cookies and baked goods and things uh, just to bring with us because we were going on like a camping kind of trip and so it was super nice and and a really sweet gesture and the all the baked goods inside were actually things that his father mike had created and trevor was used to it his uh, sisters were used to it growing up that had always kind of just been a side hobby it wasn't his profession or anything he was actually a computer programmer but still i think it i think the computer programming probably lent itself to tinkering away with uh recipes and things like that refining them and so they brought uh all these baked goods with us and and trevor was pretty used to them but my parents and me of course and you know my siblings have the reaction that I think everyone does, which was that they were amazing. And uh, yeah. and I know that was my reaction. I absolutely have my mother's reaction like burned in my memory as far as how, you know, she was super excited about them. And on my family side, their business owners, um, they naturally just always are like, how do you make a business? How do you develop this? Like, that's where yeah. their brains are always. 
And I think, so they were saying, you know, he should sell these. I think my husband had heard that a million times because I think mm. in any field, if somebody's good at painting, you should sell these. If somebody's yeah, going to make yeah, yeah. more, you should sell these. And so they hear that. I think his sisters, Allison and Andy had also heard that just all the time, but the bar for them was a little bit like set in a different way. Their baseline was different because those were normal to them. So right. <laughs> I think that I don't think that they doubted that they were good. I just don't think that their brains were like, let's make this a company. And, and so they had heard that a lot, but I think over time, you know, in the coming months, Trevor had convinced his dad and talked to his dad more and more about, you know, maybe you should just sell them local locally. Let's just do, you know, it's something fun to get out and like meet with people. And his dad is super social. Yeah. So, so we started uh, just very small in the home kitchen. Mike, uh, Trevor's father was just baking cookies and they'd sell them at farmer's markets, um, and local call centers, just kind of like a once or twice a week style thing, nothing big. <clears throat> and in 2015, really, um, I think my husband and I at different times, but around the same time, were at a place where we were looking for something more, I think in a career, and because my husband is naturally entrepreneurial and he is really passionate about building businesses, whether that's his own or someone else's, he loves that idea of like coming in and, and scaling things, working on the process and, and figuring out how to, how to really build. And so I think when he was able to devote time and attention, mm -hmm. he, it went to noms and it went to how can we grow this? And so they eventually, along with Trevor's sister, Andy, just really spearheaded it for a while. We started to grow into a second kitchen in the home. And then eventually it started to kind of outgrow that. And I sort of joined in with the marketing component and, uh, and we started to scale up a little bit and get into a commercial kitchen. And as we were doing all of that, I think we started to take a look at where we fit in the industry. Because if you say like, I'm a cookie company, yeah, that, that is such you know, a busy world and it's, it's so oversaturated. I mean, there's I so many baked goods. Yeah. You can go into a supermarket and there's already a ton of not only their baked goods, but oh, yeah. other brands in there. So, you know, where do we fit? And at that time, my parents, um, who I'd mentioned, obviously work in business, they were getting a lot of holiday gifts and it was that season. And, we'd go over to their house and there would be gift baskets just like lined up on the counter. And it wasn't because they didn't appreciate them. And it wasn't because they were just like, Oh, another gift basket or anything yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> it was appreciated, but that was just the common gift for the holiday season. Because if you think about it in reverse and you're the business owner and you have to send out 50 or a hundred gifts, yeah. you, you are one busy at work in general, you just right, as right. a business owner, you're busy. So it's really hard for you to take on sending a hundred gifts and making them personal and special to every person. And, you know, like all of that is just a, a really daunting task. So you are sending a very nice gift basket, but on the receiving end, you can only get so many before you're like, okay, I'm tapped out of pretzels. Like I, yeah. <laughs> and maybe somebody disagrees. Maybe somebody else has never tapped out of pretzels, but the freeze dried salmon or the, you know, the crackers, like at some point that's, it's just a lot. So it either gets wasted or you kind of give it away. And I know that that is not 
with bad intentions. And I know, you yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. just what it is. And so I think we kind of saw this opportunity for noms to jump in and, and create a space for ourselves in that market or in that gifting industry where we, you can send something that is delicious, like cookies that are going to be enjoyed. Um, and they're going to be enjoyed by you or your family because they're cookies, but it's also going to arrive in a personalized gift box. And I think that that is an extra step of like elevating your gift, making it super meaningful for the recipient. But then on the sender side, the really important crucial factor is making it easy to send. And that's what we've really worked for is how do we send this gift box that is received? The person says, wow, you took the time to etch my name into the lid and and you actually thought about me like this was meant for me. This was not a mass upload of 80 gift baskets. This says Chelsea on it, like you spent time on this. But on the other side, as a sender, I can do that and I can send it with the ease and simplicity that I could a gift basket, but it has that extra value. And and so that was, that's where we fit in is how can we make this easy for the sender, but really memorable and meaningful for the recipient. And that's where NOMS kind of lives now is in that corporate gifting sphere, mm-hmm. not just for the holidays, but really, you know, the entire year. Sweet. So with that being said, is, um, is there a way to also do or, or, or do a logo like somebody's logo? And Yeah, absolutely. So like I have this just right here on hand. So this mm-hmm. is one of our deluxe gift boxes, which is really cool because it's like a... Oops, slide top, yeah. but it says noms on it, but that we don't have any boxes that say noms. They're all blank. Um, and so what they, all of our lids are blank. If you wanted to come to me and you had a logo, either your logo or your recipients, depending on what you're trying to achieve. Yeah. Um, we etch it in house. We have laser etching machines that we do literally everything from the baking of the cookies to the packaging of the cookies, to the customization and shipping out the door. We handle all of that, which, um, is really great because it allows for flexibility and it also uh, allows for speed, which yeah. is something that is important because if I want to order a bunch of these for the holidays, or maybe I'm doing prospective gifting or something, and I want to order a hundred, usually you don't want to order that and say, okay, but I also want to send it out in three weeks. We all know the holidays are coming. So yeah, mm-hmm. you could do that extra lead time, yeah. but the common denominator with a lot of people is they're busy and they don't they they're not thinking about it until it's the dead last minute what can i get done and so um we can do all of this in-house we have you know the holidays might be a crazy time but we have shipped um these out the door customized you know even 50 of them the next day it's just it's because of that hands-on uh in-house customization ability we're able to turn things around super fast and and we also have the flexibility of somebody reaching out and saying i want the lo- i want my logo here it is can you etch the recipient's name on it in the same font or can you add a, a snowflakes around my logo because i want it to be holidays and we have a designer on staff so she can do all of that for us we also have people that sometimes reach out and they want to add another surface to etch on. So maybe they want the lid to say happy holidays from Chelsea. And on the reverse side, it says a logo or so, you know, so that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of nice because we do have that flexibility to work with the clients to try to achieve whatever they're envisioning that they might not just have artwork for to upload onto a, onto a website. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So with, with that being said, there's, like, are you, do you see an uptick in like 
people keeping it or getting getting feedback like is there a reason that we should go that direction versus just getting online and seeing the same gift basket with cellophane wrapper around it and saying oh that's good and click on that one yeah absolutely so um i think depending on your strategy so we offer two gift boxes one is our just like a classic white one and this has um a full color sleeve that fits over it and that you can customize all four panels you can, you know a lot of people that are trying to sell their company's services will often use that because on the front it can have their logo the or at the top can have their logo the front can have the recipient the back can have like their core values or their big services you know things like that they have That's a little good. bit more room to kind of gently sell or showcase themselves and that's more of like a perspective i'm trying to get your attention um let's meet for cookies over zoom type of thing you know and uh, and then we have this that deluxe wooden box that i showed and that is etched on the lid and people really don't throw it away i mean i know that i'm sure there are exceptions but people have a hard time throwing it away it's it's nice it's sturdy it can be a catch-all it can be a display We've actually had people send us pictures of they've made um, not terrariums, but uh, succulent gardens oh, out yeah. of them uh, because they there's a use for it. They like it. And and because of that, depending on how you customize it, your logo is staying around their office or their home or wherever, you know, indefinitely. And that is something really valuable for people that I think are referral based because they always have their gift there. It's easy to like do memory recall on uh, who you used for whatever service or whatever thing. And it is an extra meaningful gift. So we've seen people use those for different reasons, but they stick around for sure. Um, and it's, uh, it's something that I think a lot of people do attribute value to. Yeah. No, I agree with that 100%. We were talking about beforehand a little bit about uh, giftology. Uh, John, um, What's his name? John Rulin. That's right. Giftology. Yeah. Giftology. Uh, and, and the thing, the thing I love about giftology is the, and I implemented it. So as soon as I read the book um, and, and I told you before I used the term read loosely, uh, as soon as I listened to it on audible, uh, we, uh, we immediately put into process our, uh, it's a process in our business that. Uh, the service expert, when they're in the home, they are taking note of the items that are around the house. So like if they're a, um, let's say they're Atlanta Falcons fan or they're Atlanta Braves fan, or uh, mm -hmm. they really like GM car products or something like that. Like it's just notated in the, in the client's notes. And then if we come across something, so we have a lot of UGA fans, uh, University of Georgia fans here in our area. Um, and I went to a conference and Vince Dooley, which is like a, a legend guy from there, coach. Um, he was, uh, it was, um, there were autographed books there from him or something like that. Yeah. I, I can try to remember it's a couple of years ago. So, and they were, they were like 20 books and it was all going to a, a, a foundation. And so we like balled up like 50 books. And then when we have a, a someone as a UGA fan, we kind of, we would just like mail it to them after the fact. And um, just keeping that kind of open mind on what they were, what they liked. And, and I feel like that is super massive, but also if you can, the, the, fact that you can put 
their logo on the stuff. That's like, that's key. Cause that's one of the things John was kind of preaching about in the book was that, you know, um, make sure you're putting their logo on stuff like that. They'll, they'll keep it. They'll have, they'll find more value in it. If you put their logo on it. And I love the fact that you, you can do that. You have the ability to, to put their logo on it as well as ours or, you know, in, in, in sake of ours. Um, so that's really, that, that is an amazing fact um, there. Uh, and I'm super excited because we send anybody that replaces a system, we send them gifts currently. Part of the gifts are a masseuse. So a mobile masseuse goes out to the house and gives a massage to de-stress them during a stressful time. Um, but then we also send other gifts and we actually, we actually send birthday gifts to them for their um, air conditioning unit. So when their AC unit turns a year old, um, we'll send them balloons currently, but maybe we can start sending them some cookies. I think that's, sure. a, that's a really cool idea. I love that. Well, and I think that that is really important. So for us, of course, the holidays are a big time, but the other side of it is there is a whole world of gifting for companies that adds value and strengthens your relationships. That is not just the holidays. And like you said, that this kind of follow up or thank you type of gift is really powerful. We do have a few clients that work in plumbing or things like that. And they, they get such positive feedback that they have reached out to us and said, we've had, we've had clients ask if we can send them more cookies. And I was like, well, <laughs> tell them that they need to have something break, I guess. I don't know. But, um, you know, it's a, it's, it's always really nice to hear that because the fact that they, they're now attributing that that feeling and that response to that company. It's not that they're attributing it to noms and saying, wow, noms, they're saying those cookies were amazing. And I got them from this company and they love that. And I love what you said about the air conditioning birthday thing, because it is, um, some companies do send for your actual birthday, but it's fun to see the way companies use gifting in a different way. I've had, um, architects and, uh, real estate agents use, they'll send the wooden box and either for a closing gift or their house just got built, they actually will send, um, we do these really cool, like outline etched kind of designs of the home. And oh, like, cool. especially with architecture, they'll do like a blueprint yeah. on the outside. And so it's cool because it's like this tribute to their home that they just built but it's also like this keepsake kind of box that has that extra special and personal meaning. And it isn't just the architect logo, you know, yeah, it's their exactly. home. And, but they know who designed it. Like they know who gave that to them. And that's exactly. the thing. And I think, I think with giftology, we always struggle because we're like, Oh, is he saying not to gift what we give yeah. or is he saying to gift what we give? Because we do give things with logos on it. And, and let's all be honest. Like, I love myself a logoed pen because usually those pens write the best. I don't know why they do, but, <laughs> right? they just do. but there's some things that you're just like, I don't know what to do with this. And you, I'm glad that you put your logo on the stress ball, but like, whatever. You know? <laughs> right. And so I, I understand that I do. And I think we're kind of in this in between area because one, you have the power to gift that well, one cookies are amazing, but then two, you have the power to design the gift the way that you want. You don't have to put, your logo really big, or your logo can be on the bottom or is as a part of the design, it can have their name. You know, it doesn't need to just be this useless contraption that has no. a logo on it. And I think, I think having a strategy behind which gift box am I picking? Am I picking this full color one because I am prospecting and it seems appropriate. I'm trying to get your attention and say, 
I'd love to meet with you, or I'm trying to say happy birthday, but I know you're not going to keep a box that says happy birthday etched on it. So like, you know, I think having a strategy behind which one I want, and if I want the keepsake one, how do I design this that does have meaning for the recipient and they don't feel like this is kind of just a ploy to get your name out on a different version of a billboard. Mm -hmm. And so I think that is a really key part to any gifting strategy that any professional should keep in mind because we've all been on the receiving end of it too. Mm -hmm. And so we know how we feel when we receive those things. So why do we keep going back to the same old, like, you know, I can't, I cannot knock pens and I cannot knock (laughs) post-it notes because my husband has watched me just collect those whenever someone sends them. But, you know, there's other things that I think that you can, for the same cost or maybe a more, more of a cost, but it's a higher value and it resonates with your clients. It becomes worth it to choose a gift a a little bit different. (laughs) Yeah, that's totally, that's, we have our little pens and they really do write so much better. I don't know what it is, but I'm telling you, pens with roses on it, I will take them all. So (laughs) they're so cheap, but they write so good. I don't know. I don't understand it, but yeah. So I remember, um, 2000, I guess it was 2018, probably, uh, my wife bought a, or we bought uh, my wife, a, a new BMW and the BMW dealership about, it's probably six weeks later, we got a, a um, box in the mail and it was our, our a local cookie company, bird cookie company. And they, it was a 10 and I was like, Oh, that's really like really cool. And it, and it had like, um, it had Kreitz, like information all in like when you open up the the tin it was like all of their like the story behind Kreitz or whatever and but the front of it was like the Kreitz logo the the BMW dealership's logo and I was like that's cool but then it, like the more I thought about it I was like I mean it's really cool but I'm not going to keep this tin because it's their logo you know um they, not that they if they wouldn't they don't have that company doesn't have the ability to run just one off tens, um, like 10 covers. So, but if they would have had one with our company logo, I'd, I'd kept that one forever, you know, right. um, even yeah. if it had Kreitz's story on the inside of it, you know, right. um, and, and, and I got Yeah. And that's, it was so crazy because I mean, immediately the rush that I got was like, wow, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. Like this is like, they really, just spent a little extra and sent a gift. I mean, it's a $6 10, you know, of cookies or whatever, $10 worth of cookies. Um, and, but it was really the thought behind it that really made a big impact. But then the fact just that, and this was before I even read giftology and then I read giftology and I was like, wow, like I, I thought back about that, that underlying kind of thought there that I had um, and re- really realized how true it was. Um, but I love the fact that you can, you can do their stuff. And even if you wanted to flip it on the other side and, and put your, your logo on the other side, that's really, that's really an awesome, uh, you know? Yeah. And it's, and the, I think what's cool about that. And I, I do, I love when people explore these kind of conversations with us because I do think it's a gut reaction to put your logo on things. And so I'm yeah. not knocking that at all either. If no, that's no, what absolutely you want to do. But I, I love when people want to explore the other options because we, there are ways to integrate your logo and you could even send it. For example, if you wanted to put their logo on the front or whatever it is, their name, maybe it's a family name and the year or something. And you want to put that on the front and you put your logo on the back. You can still send it with that 
one side, they can just choose to flip it. And at the same time, they're always going to have that. We've even had people write because we can laser etch the full surface of that lid. We've even had people write a note, like they've etched an actual note on there. So if they want it on the reverse to say their name and phone number and, uh, and the logo, like they can do that, you know? So I think there are opportunities um, where people will value it more because you're right when you, when it comes time, you know, and you got to clean out the closet, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but it has to go. I mean, the one thing I have not been able to part with uh, is my car company sent me, uh, it's Dodge, and they sent me a Dodge ball. Um, and so I was like, okay, that was fun. I like the ball. That's fun. Yeah. Because they, yeah. they got clever with their branding, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, at some point when push comes to shove, like the thing that doesn't have your logo on it or whatever, you're not going to, you're going to have to get rid of it, even if it is nice, you know? And so yeah. having that extra value of the personalization or meaning to them, like you said, you know, whether that's they're into a certain university football team or something, you know, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. And having that extra that I'm paying attention to you and uh, this is what, you know, I want to send something that actually means something to you is it really goes the extra mile. It re- I see this all throughout the year with service professionals who, um, who are sending gifts instead of just the holidays. And I honestly, the reactions that people give are so great that they keep coming back. And I think that that in itself, like speaks to the value of it. I agree. I, I think that, uh, this conversation obviously is kind of preaching to the choir. I feel like we both agree on these things. And and as people are listening to this, that sometimes uh, I feel like I haven't had the conversation, but I I kind of perceive that it could be possible. The conversation of um, what's the ROI on this? Like, how do we, how how do we know if, if we're going to get our money back out of this? Like, or we just write it off as a marketing expense, that towards branding, you know, um, have you ever had that conversation or explored that conversation? Yes. And it is, it is tough because even we have that conversation, even with ourselves, you know, for our own sake as a company. Um, I think it, again, it goes, it's, it's tough because when it comes to an established clientele and a relationship, I don't know if you can say, oh, this person didn't come back recently because what's your timeline, right? Okay, is it an air conditioner? Did they come back in five years? Was it because of the cookie? Was was it because of the, you know, and, or you have a repeat customer, were they always going to come back to me? Or do we have, we developed this relationship. We obviously haven't done anything wrong, that they're gone. So we're doing the right things. So do we attribute that to, an ROI from the investment in this. Um, and that is challenging. I think with some marketing, it is really tough to identify it unless they called you and said, I'm going with you because like, like I said in that <laughs> example, they're like, I'm going with you again because I love those cookies and you guys are amazing. It's hard to know. I think the side that we start to see more ROI or we start to see more measurable results are in the prospecting side. And that is where people Good are point. saying, I have 30 people that I want a meeting with. I sent these cookies to 30 of them and 15 of them actually responded to my email or I got a meeting. And then of those 15, five of them signed a year long contract or something like that. Then it's like, okay, I know these cookies helped me get a call back from 50%, you know, so things like that. So I think it's easier to measure in those kind of ways because 
that's not already an established thing. That's a, did they bite? Did they call me back? Did they not? Whereas this is more of just like a reinforcement of trying to keep a really great relationship with your clientele and, and add that extra, you know, component rather than just being like, yep, we're here when you need us, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, So Mm -hmm. I think it is tough. And I agree. We, we face those challenges even with ourselves with, with prospecting and, um, because even with our prospecting, we get people to respond because they're talking directly to us and they said, yeah, you can send me cookies. So, you know, even with that, we're like, oh, I don't know. You know, so, so we face those challenges too, especially when it comes to marketing. Yeah. Um, it's almost like not the exact same, but it's almost like a billboard, right? Like, you know, yeah, unless totally. you're like, well, I don't know if this person went to my website cause they saw a billboard um or a t-shirt or somebody told i have no idea if the billboard's effective or not you know because you just know that people are on your site so um so those are just challenging things with marketing i think and measurement yeah i mean to me it's like unless you put a call tracking number on the box you know and they happen to call that number then you could attribute it to that but yeah i I feel like it's a branding definitely a branding tool and like you said billboards are the same way because uh, they may see your billboard and then go to your website or Google you and then Google right. gets the credit for what the right. website or for what the billboard actually yeah, did. You're driving. Like, how would you, you're like, I'm not going to remember promo code seven, yeah. <laughs> whatever, you know, you're, you're yeah. like, I'm going to Google it. And then Google is showing that they're getting all of this uh, traffic or whatever. Yeah. So uh, it's tough sometimes. I agree. Cool. Chelsea, thank you so much for spending. Well, what's basically been an hour now, uh, with us and, and sharing all this stuff. Uh, again, where can people go to find more, find out about more about you and, and, um, and get connected with you? Sure. Um, so our website is getnoms.com. So G E T N O M S.com. And on there, you can look at our cookie flavors, our assortments, and you can actually even, if you already have artwork or your logo, you can even upload it right there onto the website and uh, create your box and and ship out. If you have some extra bells and whistles that maybe you want to add as far as the design or you want us to maybe create something on there, you can just fill out a contact us form and we're always available. Um, And then of course we're on Facebook and Instagram. So you can just search Noms Bake Shop on Facebook or at Get Noms on Instagram. So how about this last question? Because I I know you've probably had this and, and this isn't something that we've even had a conversation about. So um, this is going to straight out of left field, just blindside you here. But, um, with, uh, how do you deal with peanut allergies? Oh, uh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So we definitely, <laughs> that is a tough one. So we, all of our cookies are individually wrapped. Um, so we aren't the type that that's another thing, you know, a whole other thing we could get into about, you know, this being a unique market where, uh, you need to really trust your gift, the people that are doing the gifts yeah. because, you're not on the receiving end. So you don't know how they arrive. And yeah. we've seen them arrive rough. Um, not from us, but I mean like, right, right. you know, if, if cookies get thrown into a bag, into a tin and the vibration, they you know, across all the the country, pieces. yeah, it's a box of crumbs or a tin of crumbs. <laughs> so, um, so all of our cookies are baked in house and packaged in house, individually wrapped our staff. I'm telling you, when we get inspected, we are constantly complimented on like how pristine the place is. Um, and we, we clean all of our equipment between batches. However, we are, you know, we are creating all of those cookies in the same facility. So we yeah. list everything's on the back of every package, the nutrition facts, the ingredients, the allergens, 
And so we do our best. We clean everything between. But if you have like some crazy peanut allergy, I mean, I can't recommend it. I think you just have to look at the package and talk to your doctor, do your best best (laughs) judgment. But I mean, we definitely don't, um, as much as we'd love to like be in schools and things like that, you know, we would never want to be responsible for anything regarding allergens. So we do list them on the outside and then I think leave it up to the consumer to decide from there. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, honestly, as business owners, we're in the business of, um, risk management. And that's that for you, I think that's very smart to not, to not try and target the schools because as try as much as you may, you know, there's a chance that something could happen and it could cross contaminate into a batch. Um, and I think that, that that's something that people need to pay attention to also whenever you're, you're doing giftology and, and you're gifting, you know, um, cookies to people. If, if you go into a house and there's someone there that's like extreme peanut allergy, like you just red flags everywhere. Um, you just make, make that note in the system so that something doesn't accidentally get sent there, you know, later on, you know? Um, and, uh, so that's just part of the due diligence as being a, a business owner, in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a, it's tough because you, you know, especially like I said, with schools, it's like, you don't, children are young enough that they don't have those experiences. If I'm, you know, a 40 year old adult and I know I have a peanut allergy, chances are I'm checking the back of every package, you know, but a child doesn't have that same wherewithal necessarily to do those things. And so you can try as hard as you can. We've definitely had customers say, do not send any peanut butter in this batch. And, you know, we always warn them and say, we're not sending any peanut butter. We're sending only the flavors that don't have peanuts, but like they're still, you know, they're still cookies. They're still baked goods. You know, I I don't know if that's something you want to alert them. It's, you know, you can, all you can do is give them as much information and then hope that they make the best decision. (laughs) Cool. Cool deal. So again, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing everything. And and of course I love talking about cookies. Uh, And so (laughs) anybody that's listening to or watching this, uh, don't forget to go to uh, getnoms.com, G-E-T-N-O-M-S, uh, dot com and I was just scoping out the website earlier and uh, it's, it's some really cool stuff on there and and I'm excited to uh, to dive in deeper and, and learn some more so with that being said uh, thank you again for watching or listening to the service business mastery podcast and it's a podcast focused on service business owners managers and technicians who are considering becoming business owners uh, my goal with this podcast is to help uh, answer some unasked questions and I hope today's episode, Uh, did that in one way or the other it helped answer a question that you may not have even known to ask and uh maybe it was a peanut allergy question (laughs) so but with that being said thank you again and, and i hope you have a wonderful week thank you